You're listening to the A Scully Cast, brought to you by www.ascully.com. And here are your hosts, A Scully and Sid Talk. Good evening and welcome to July the 4th edition of <laughs> After the Show. <laughs> that is not accurate. No, I'm just, I was saying July the 4th because some bugger is setting off fireworks outside our window. Um, so that could affect the quality of today's show. Well, not I the, not the content, so. but if you wear fireworks, we're if not under attack. <laughs> if you wear that, we are under attack. <laughs> we better believe in the country. That was a pretty good explosion. Sound. Okay, so this is uh, Sunday, June the 22nd, Firework Day. And uh, this is after the show, number 23, starring uh, Ace Gully and Sid Talk. Starring. <laughs> the reason you hear them is because we live outside of a city limits, so it's legal to. People uh, seem to think they can uh, pop in the caps. Set off the pop in the caps. Okay, so today we're going to be looking at the movie Be Kind Rewind. It's a 2008 movie, and it is released on DVD and Blu-ray on Tuesday, June the 17th, which was last Tuesday. Um, we're behind. Well, we didn't receive it until Thursday. We're behind rewind. Okay, so this is available on DVD and Blu-ray. It's from our friends at New Line and Awards. It was nominated for Best Titles at mm. the Golden Trailer Awards. Is that real? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Best <laughs> I just, I, Titles. Yeah, title sequence. So right. you, you know the sequence. Yeah. Yeah, well, that was nominated. It didn't win, but it was nominated. Hmm. Um, so what's the movie about, Sid Talk? The movie is a comedy. It's not a dramedy or a romance. It's a comedy. And it is about uh, a young man who is left in charge of a video store. The Danny Glover guy owns it and goes away, leaves Moss Deaf in charge. <laughs> of course, these are not their names in the movie. And uh, through some strange quirk of you know, fantasy, his friend Jack Black is magnetized, erases all the tapes, and they then make all their own movie versions of the movies, like Driving Miss Daisy, Lord of the Rings, Men in Black, etc. And it's got, the little hook is, of course, Danny Glover needs to save his video shop from being demolished. It's an, you know, ancient story of, like, rallying to save the farm kind of thing. Exactly. But it's funny. So... And that's it. Yeah, that is pretty, that is for the synopsis. Moving on to the movie, um, I want to say I really like this movie. Okay. Oh, that sounds like no, a butt. No, there is a butt. Because when you have your hand up, because nobody can see, it, you have your hand up. That means it's kind of like you know everything this, I'm going to say up to this point. Yes, up to this point. Okay. This is yeah. my, this is my this is my type of movie. There's okay? the hand because it's odd. It's a bit off the wall. Okay, so let me put it this way. The premise of the, of Sweden, a movie. That premise. Which isn't... what is that a it, real thing? No, oh, okay. this game. It's in the movie. Well, okay, Sweet. let's explain. To, to Swede a movie is to your own spin on a movie, right? To remake a movie in your own right. way. On the cheap or whatever, however you do it. So that premise is really good. And that part of the film is really good. But I feel this guy wrote it, the Gondry guy. French. Um, He's very French. I feel that that idea, 
the rest of the script doesn't match up to that good idea. I mean, it feels generic apart from that. Exactly. Save the farm. That's what I call yeah, it. Yeah, like, even just the way character, the way, there's not much, um, the characters aren't very full. It, it seems, it seems like it's getting just, all the stuff that happens before they start making the movies seems just like a tool to get to that point and there's where the fun starts. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. Like I, I, I felt like the first, while they were setting it up, because we knew that was going to happen, the Be Kind Rewind, um, we knew they were going to remake movies, right? Right. Somehow. I, I knew that, even though I'd never seen a trailer. But the portion that comes before the making the movies and the portion afterwards seemed like they were just... didn't The ending wasn't really going anywhere apart from... kind of quaint, you know? It is quaint in a Napoleon Dynamite kind of way. I disagree way. In that, on that, but... I think. It's not that... That's not like that tone to me. To me it is. Not, in a com- not the comedy. But... There is a... It's a nice movie. It's got a nice message. Very nice. And when we talk about the extras later, there's also a good reason for it. Yeah, the community nice And that is its whole message, community, right? But the parts where they make the movies, I would have... All right, then. I prefer watching those parts than the movie. Really? Yes. That, That might be how I would like to put it. If it was just all them making those mo- remaking the movies, I'll be honest. That was my least favorite part. See, I really because like that I part. felt like that part was needed to be more implied and less literal because I wanted more of who they were and. Now that the part story. was the funniest part. Yeah, well, was it really funny? Ha ha! Or was it just like, oh yeah? Well, I've seen I that think movie. because yeah, yeah. you relate to all I've the seen movies, it in black. yeah, That's you know, pretty funny. and when you see Jackie Chan and the yeah. You um, relate to all that, so it is funny. But what I'm saying is, I don't know if it's the writing or the screenplay of it. Because it's directed really well. And the and visually, it's really good. But I felt the characters weren't fully fleshed out or something. I'm not, I, don't, <clears throat> I don't actually think it's necessary, but... You know. Well, I don't know. Perhaps I like a bit more. Yeah, but for this type of movie, I don't feel that's necessary. Well, I don't, I don't think that... And yes, I, I do think, think it matters. And I don't think this is a type of movie. I think it's quite unique. It is a type of movie. It's a comedy. Yeah, we and all it's know got that. a hook, which is them making their own remakes of movies, and that's it, right? I mean, that's the. And I think that's what I'm saying. The remakes of the movies is the best part of it. The rest of it feels tacked on to get to that. That's all I'm saying. Mm. And if you don't agree, you don't agree. But that's my. I don't just disagree. I think you're wrong. Okay, so my um, that's that's my thing. But I'm not saying I dislike the film, but it's not a masterpiece. What was your overall impression then? I thought it was fine. It was fun in parts. And I felt I like said. a lot of it was kind of forced, a lot of ad libbed and forced, and then overwritten and forced. But I don't. It was the script. It's hard to it describe. I don't know if it was the I mean, script. I actually really liked it. That's what I should say. I think it's underrated if people have seen it no. and you don't hear much about it. I think it was actually a very nice, I don't think it's underrated. I think people love it. Interesting well. movie. Uh, I think it's underrated, probably. I have no, no, anyone that I know has ever seen it. 
Well, you haven't asked everybody, you know, first I'm pretty off, sure so. that they talk about stuff like that all the time. Right. I'm just have never heard it mentioned. But it was a popular movie when it came out in February. People were waiting for another Michelle Gondry movie, so um, it it was popular. And it's popular on DVD. So it's not a it's not an underground movie by any means. No, Especially it's like underrated. I don't no, I mean, people... it's not one that nobody's seen. It's it's everywhere right now. It's on, on demand. It's in the video stores. It's everywhere. You know, you, people will be seeing it. It's Jack no, I didn't Black. mean less popular. I meant underrated as in people didn't give it the kind of credit for being a unique well, little movie. Like yeah, it is. well, all right. For what I've seen, it, it's got amazing reviews across the board. So, like... I don't think it's underrated, that's all. Mm. But, um... It's a good movie. But... Oh, that some, was really fun. There's something wrong with it. <laughs> I, don't, well, I, got, I feel it's the script. I don't think I understand. I think it, it might be too improvised in parts. I don't know. Uh, the, it felt rushed at the end, like, as well, as though they were just... Um, getting to the end. Well, uh, no, I, I felt like... I felt like it was all leading to the story the end, didn't anyway. feel rounded or something. Yeah, there was funny moments. For a comedy. Yeah, there's not huge substance, but that's just the nature of that kind of story. I mean, you know, there's an old man with his video store. It's in danger of being tore down in to make way for new brand new condominiums. He has 60 days or six weeks or whatever to make enough money to save it and make the repairs he has to make in order to keep it alive. And then here are these two young guys who apparently have nothing else to do. And they come up with the... They accidentally stumble on a scheme to make the money and save the day. Okay, we're... This is not original. Maybe that's where... There's nothing unique about that story at all. It's a nice kind of story. But then there are episodes of the Brady Bunch like that, you know, where they, they, they think that mom and dad are going to sell their house and they do everything they can to save it. Yeah, you know well, I mean? we've seen that story Yeah, before. so that is a little empty, right? Yeah. I'm not a fan of Danny Glover, so I didn't care a lot about his character. I didn't care a lot about the store being torn down. Now, that might have been part of... But it didn't make me dislike it. I just felt like I didn't really care. I thought, well, you know, if they make it into a condominium, whatever, you know, make a store down the street. So that kind of made it lose a little juice for me, but... Yeah. Well, they 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 were also getting at that... That was another thing. That there was no other choice for Danny Glover. They close the store down, they'll give him money, and he can go and live in the projects. Right. That was the only choice, like... Yeah, like it was death. Not like you can live in one of these condominiums. Yeah, exactly. And have a nice shop. No, none of that. It was it was a, like, okay, we're a housing development people. We're going to tear your house down, make it into some nice apartments, and you can go and live in the projects. Yeah, we'll they're quite, some money. Because they're all right. They're quite nice, the yeah. projects. So I, so I didn't buy that. Yeah, first. exactly. That's what I mean by it. I wasn't that concerned. No. But what I did really attach on to was these two guys doing their thing, and then they find this girl who, when we talk about the cast, we'll talk about her because I There's also a her. bit of fantasy involved, let's say. Yeah, a little bit of mm, unreal, you know. Yeah, like, because some... Jack Black <laughs> gets magnetized. Yeah, like, literally. Yeah, so, like, <laughs> like he'll, walk, he'll walk down the street and be attacked, uh, go flying across to a lamppost yeah, and stick exactly. to it. You know, it's a bit... So there is but a it's bit, just plunked in there to get to the, the other... To, to give a reason for the tapes to be erased. Yeah, which is bizarre, but then that's good. Because the tapes could have been erased 
Because it could have been something boring, like some little shithead came in with a big magnet and did it. Yeah. But it's more unique, I yeah. think, and more... Because they it's integrated in the story as if it's no not that big a deal. No, because once that supernaturally type thing happens, and it gets magnetized... They're like, okay, whatever. <laughs> and then all the tapes get erased. Then there's nothing really else... No, no. ...out of the ordinary. It's just a unique way that. of... And this is different than the standard, you know. Yeah. Whatever. So that's good. I like those things. I like that they're that, doing something creative, and it kind of actually put in my mind that people need to do their own creative things instead of us relying on big movies and packaged music and it's good to have a homegrown creativity make your own movies make your own music make your own art and maybe that's just me because i do it myself my own art so that i really got from the movie that i liked oh and i've while um I, i felt from the movie it was really loved by everybody everybody were in was into it it wasn't being made just for make some money like it was a project of people People's. You mean the movie itself? Yeah. The movie itself. It didn't feel like a when you were saying that some of these Disney directors make yeah. a movie just for a paycheck. It felt more like a labor of love, if you want to put it that way. For um, everybody. I guess I think I'm a little more cynical because I can see why all the little bits were really appealing to big money producers because it's got all those little quirky elements, as someone people would say. So I could see they had dollar signs in their eyes. So I didn't see the charm of it quite as much. or the, in, you know, It that. definitely had charm, that's for sure. More so than kind some of, of these quiet, big commercial little, movies you see. Yeah. You know, but there again, this isn't... Exactly. Not, this is not... This is a commercial movie. Exactly. It's not an independent movie. Jack Black, Danny Glover, Mo- Def Moss, I mean... Def Moss. <laughs> Def Moss. That's most Def. <laughs> Def Moss. <laughs> what? What? Oh <laughs> Sorry about that. Def Sorry, Moss. If you're listening. <laughs> I guess if he's listening. He can't hear. De- he's De- <laughs> Def Moss sounds like a hard of hearing gardener. <laughs> so. <laughs> that's pretty good. So in the. Oh my god! So overall, I I enjoyed, I really it. enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I can't deny I enjoyed it, but it wasn't a full thing for me. Like, were you looking for fault, or were you just no? I wasn't like, looking for fault because I love that kind of movie. I was waiting for it to be what I wanted. You know, good, like like Napoleon Dynamite. I like Napoleon Dynamite. I, I had no idea what Napoleon Dynamite was. Yeah, we had no clue. I went to see it. We didn't know. We'd not even yeah. seen a trailer. The film just completely... I finished watching it and I was like... That was I love that. brilliant. I love that. Yeah, and I wanted... See, I wasn't... I wanted this to do that to me, but it didn't fully. Oh, maybe that. Like, I could go back and watch Napoleon Dynamite now and still find that same pleasure. With this one, I don't think it would... I think that if you were to watch this one again, the re- like you do, with the little window on your computer while you do other things, you would gravitate to the points when they're making the movies and then you'd... Keep I feel so. Busy. I wouldn't be always like. I know. But they all did a really good job. And I we're going to talk about the cast, and I'm not trying to hijack your whole thing here, but I'm just saying. They all did really well. I really liked well, I mean, Danny Glover to me, though. I well, let's move on to the, the cast because we've talked about the story. Yeah. I would say. Okay, so the first character is Jerry, played by Jack Black. And Jack Black's just himself again. <laughs> yeah, right? He doesn't much. really change, does he ever? Yeah. He um, is sarcastic. We need to make he, a club for those kind of actors. 
Yeah. Will Smith and Jack Black. Yeah, Jack Black, what is he? Sarcastic, he's always looking to make a joke out of everything. Like, oh, 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 yeah, he's theatrical, he's... He, didn't he is it. this in this movie all the time. He's the wisecracker, isn't he? Wisecracker. Um, so if you like Jack Black, you'll you, like this yeah. movie, I guess. Moss, mo, Def Moss, Def. whatever he's called. <laughs> <laughs> uh, most Def as Mike. I good. really like him. Really good. I loved him in um, the 48 Blocks, was it? Something Blocks with uh, Bruce Willis. I don't was, think it was 48. 18? 16? 16. 16. Candles. <laughs> 16 blocks. Well, the blocks one. 16, yes. but why 48 blocks? 48 hours and 48 blocks. <laughs> okay, yeah, he was great in that too. I, I really like him. I think he's um, an interesting... And he was really good. Yeah. I mean, without... I couldn't find fault at all. No, I think he was good. Um, Then we've got Danny Glover as Elroy Fletcher, the owner of the shop. Now, you don't say you don't like him. I I'm thought not he a did, big fan. I thought he did a fairly good job in yeah, this one. Yeah, but what? He's just an aging man but who's got a broken down shop and most that's Most just a young guy who's... No, but Danny... But we've seen a lot of Danny Glover and he does the same... He's kind of one of those, you know, playing the wise old guy and... Like Morgan Freeman, you say. Irritated. Yeah, a little He's bit. He's not as good as Morgan Freeman. I don't know why you say that, because I don't know a lot of difference, and I don't know why you're comparing them exactly. I'm just saying an old why guy. Why not comparing with Jack Nicholson or some other old well, guy? Well, I was thinking of a, another um, black old guy <laughs> who gets put in parts that are very similar. Because like, Morgan Freeman also has a lot of the uh, wise Authoritative, yeah. And Danny Glover is... I don't know. He's not. He's never been high quality for me. I like. Yeah. I, I kind of liked him in Lethal Weapon, but but he suited that part. That was the thing about him. You know what I mean? That suited mm. him, kind of like Keanu Reeves in uh, Matrix. You know, he's not good. Keanu but Reeves that in part, Johnny Mnemonic. He suits that. That part <laughs> is exactly right because he is a stiff piece of wood, and uh, I don't know. I don't, you know. Somebody proved me wrong. I've seen a lot of Danny Glover movies, and I've just never been a huge... There's nothing I can think of where I thought, oh, that movie with Danny Glover, that was amazing. There's none of those. I can't think of anything. In fact, I get the feeling sometimes the director, the producers are like, yes, we got Danny Glover. And it's more about the name than it is about the guy. I imagine that is the case. So, moving on, we've got Mia Farrow as Miss... Falkowicz? 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 I liked her. I'm, you know. I really like her. She's very glamorous. Glamorous? Well, she was very glamorous, maybe. Mm-hmm. She's just like, to me, I she's always like a hippie she, lady. Hippie I think girl. she's pretty hot myself. She's like 70. Yeah, but I'm talking <laughs> I'm talking about Mia Farrow. <laughs> no, she's Farrow. not 70. No, she's not 70. She's not 70. Mia Farrow, you know. I, she was I, married to Frank Sinatra. I remember in the older days. I, I mean, I've not I seen her. I never found her glamorous. She's like a little... Stick figure, a little, See, I always little did. happy, I always, perfect dolly. I always girl. thought she was a very film starish looking person. Mm, yeah, that's all I was getting at. And in this, she's obviously older. Yeah, she <laughs> she's just she's not seventy. She's just a lady, you know. She has yeah. her frizzy hair and. Well, I think back of some movies from the past where she's really glamorous. Rosemary's Baby. Yes, <laughs> that's not glamorous. Well, she's pretty glamorous in it. You reckon? Yes. She looks creepy to me. Well. I guess you're not a guy. Exactly. You okay. mean because she's skinny and... No, she's just got a really, really pretty face. Yeah. That's what I was getting at. She's like a film star looking, like a, a Audrey Hepburn or a... That's how, that's how I see her, but obviously not now. She's older. Yeah. I mean, to me, she looks the same. 
same features. And she was married to Frank Sinatra, so that's pretty decent. Yeah. That's an accolade. Why? (laughs) But yeah, I think she's really good as well. I really liked her in this. She was really warm. Very warm. Very, yeah, yeah, very. And really, you know, this isn't a great acting movie, so let's not pretend like it is. I mean, it's sort of um, actorly, you know, and... But I liked her. There's not a whole bunch of people in this movie who actually. So moving on to Melanie Diaz. Well, I disagree. There are a whole bunch of people. There are a whole. Well, but you that's like famous people. No, that's not what I was getting at. I was <laughs> going to say there are not a whole lot of principal actors in this movie. A lot of the people in the movie are people who we're going to discuss later. Right. People. So um, we've got Melanie Diaz. Is that the girl who plays the girl who plays with them? Yes. Oh, she's really good. She doesn't play with them. Though. You know what I mean? She yeah, helps them make their movies, and I loved her. Yeah, so she's I Alma. I really loved her. She's Alma in the movie, and uh, I was thinking, what else has she been in? And she was in... Um... I thought she was so funny, and really... I don't even know. I just really... I was Every time she was coming in the scene, I was like, excited because I really liked looking at her and listening to her and her... She was funny, too. The way she was, really natural, really... She kind of... Um, it's hard to play against Jack Black, I think, because he's pretty overpowering. Yeah, but she but was she, In the scenes with him, she was funny as well. Oh, yeah, because she would look at him... Sometimes you would think she's looking at him... Like you say, she's not like a big known actress person, not right? Not at all. And there were times when she, they were in a scene together and he, they would do something, the Deaf Moss guy and Jack Black. And she'd look at him just like you or I would. Like, oh my god, I can't believe they just said that or did that. But it worked perfectly because they just kind of find her at a local cleaner and at a clothing dry cleaner shop or whatever. Well, they actually wanted a sister, but yeah. sister wasn't available. The sister's like, uh, no, take my other, take my sister, take my yeah. sister. No, it so, was good. So she's been in other things... Um, a Guide to Recognizing Your Saints. No, this is... And Lords of Dogtown. Both. Um, and she's in this new Hamlet 2 Lords movie. Lords of Dogtown. That's the skateboarding movie. Uh, Surfers, I believe, isn't it? Dogtown. Or is it? No, no skateboarding. Skateboard. I never watched it. It's Heath Ledger, right? Don't know. Yeah. Um, and she's also going to... In this summer, Steve Coogan's got a new movie called Hamlet 2. She's in that. Oh, right. Well, so, she was good. She was really good. And one of my favorite things about the whole movie. Yeah. Um, and... The final person I put on the cast list was Sigourney Weaver. It was only a cameo appearance. Yeah. But, um, it's she's not even worth mentioning, I don't think. Ms. Lawson. Yeah, well, I, I like Sigourney Weaver. She was Weaver. in there for like, yeah, I know, but good lord. She was in there for like 30 seconds, at no, and it was Probably nothing. A minute. She could have been anybody. It was, but I like seeing I her. would like to say that Pasea, Pasaic, how you say the name of the town? Yeah. That is a character in the well, movie to well, me. yeah. Did you put that? On the list? No. No. The people it, of that town. That town isn't cast. In New yeah, Jersey. Isn't in the cast list. No, but they play a lot of the peripheral people. Now, that was something I was going to get to in mm. the extras. I so, thought you are forgetting. No. So, uh, the director is Michelle Gondry. Now, Michelle Gondry made Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, which was amazing, I thought. Better yes. than this movie, by far. Well, that might might be my recommendation. That sounds a little bit snotty. Might be my recommendation for movie of the week if you want to watch a good movie. It is good. I, I wouldn't... No, brilliant. Quite. It's really good. Um, it's in a whole different class, though, so it's a different kind of He's movie. also not made many movies. Um, he's made... He made Eternal Sunshine. But before that, and you can tell this from his filmmaking, he did the Chemical Brothers music videos, Massive Attack's music videos, and Bjork's music videos. Now, 
that all three of those bands have really, really interesting videos. And this guy has that kind of eye, as we saw on the... I mean, he's... What this guy's about, I read an interview with him, is... He doesn't like CG, but he loves anything you can do with a camera, practically, not with... Oh, like in this one. Exactly. So this is why this is ideal. They actually filmed it, a lot of it, with videotape, a video camera. The big clunky ones that everybody used to carry to the kids' shows... And in front of the camera, they put a fan, like a big metal fan, you know, with some strings hanging down. To make it and look like an old... And through it, and then added filters later, you know, because in the movie, they're making a movie, and that's how they're making it look old, and that's how they actually made part of this movie, so... So, well, In-camera effects. So much. his whole thing is practical effects, where he can do... If he can do it without paying for it, he will do it. And he did it in Eternal Sunshine. Like you said, the entire movie was handheld. And it all was interesting looking and dreamy looking. This one's the same, really, isn't it? during the um, making of the movies. Especially the long... Um, uh, we'll have to explain. There's a sequence in the movie where... It looks like a montage. It looks like a montage of them making a bunch of movies. Like from Men in Black to the Muhammad Ali movie to Robocop. Yeah. But they do it all... As a montage, but in one shot. When they're so, making the movie, they actually do it one long take. So, Mostef and Jack Black are getting in and out of costume quickly and being pushed into the next scenes while the camera just moves down a conveyor belt kind of thing. Right. And it's really cool to watch because it doesn't come off like... You, you can't believe it's one take, but when you see it on the thing, yeah. like, you see it on the extras, they're making it, you think. that's. I was saying that's pretty ambitious because to actually coordinate all that... Because there's one part where Mo Steph comes out of one scene, they put a costume oh, on and he walks the wrong <laughs> way, like, and they're like, no, this way, this way. <laughs> so it, like, looked complicated to me. But I, I guess, I think it paid off. It looked really interesting. 2001, looking through the, uh, when he's yeah. walking around the space Make station. it look like he's spinning around. Yeah. So, um... Well, before we go on, earlier we were talking about movies that spoof movies that you don't like. We won't mention the names of them. Oh, we will. Okay. <laughs> Date movie and epic movie. I watch them both. And they're crap. They're absolutely you... bullshit. Right. But this movie, it's not spoofing movies, but it has lots of references to movies that are culture. You it's know, not like... spoofing. It's more of a tribute to to real pop culture movies. Right. That so everybody you, you knows. would say that with affection more than those. Those aren't. You think those aren't? No, those are just. <laughs> I'm telling you, you watch those two and tell. And so come if back anyone with an compares opinion. them, they're wrong. Yeah, this totally movie is completely. Oh, it's nothing like those movies. There you go. Watch your date movie this week. Yeah, computer. you're pointing to my desk because you threw it over there when you were done. Like, Put ah. date movie on while you're working on your computer and tell me I don't tell me there's anything in it that's good because I didn't see nothing. And I watched the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> From acting to content to jokes, none of it. I didn't laugh once. I might have no sense of humour. It's possible. <laughs> Maybe. Okay, so Michelle Gondry... I like to see more stuff because I think he's an interesting guy. Yeah. And he's definitely got some good ideas. I mean, this... I don't know if he wrote Eternal Sunshine, but he wrote... No, he, wrote he didn't. This one. He didn't because he said this was the first one he'd really wrote. So I think maybe we'll mature hmm. in the writing area. Keep an eye on Michel Gondry. Thank you. He's French. So... He's Michel. Moving on to... Michel, we We looked at the Blu-ray version. My Okay, enough singing. <laughs> no, singing. Um, interesting cover. 
I mean, it suits it. Yes. Yep. Kind of patched together, cut and paste looking kind of thing. And the um, make it look like an old. The, the we're looking at the Blu-ray disc. They made it look like a blank DVD with um, Sweded. Uh, Kinda. Which is it's stamped. It's like what's stuck on the front of the boxes though in the video yeah. store. Um, so moving on to extras. I was going to read the um, bump off the back of the thing, but I don't know if I want to. The bump? Experience the antics of two outcasts, Jack Black, School of Rock, and Most Deaf, the Italian job. As they attempt oh, to... Why would they say that as his exactly. movie that he's been in? Oh, my God. As they attempt to save a local video store in this outrageous and offbeat comedy from Academy Award-winning writer-director Michel Gondry, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Amateur film director Mike, Most Deaf... Or Def Moss, to uh, Cindy. <laughs> Must find a way to save the business after his magnetized friend, Jerry, black, in brackets, erases every movie in the store. Using an outdated video camera and their own special effects, the two embark on an adventure to remake all the movies from Ghostbusters to Driving Miss Daisy, turning the two-town misfits into local celebrities. Why do you need to see the movie after reading that? Bullshit! <laughs> I am so sick of those boxes. And that was one thing I was going to mention. I think that it comes off on the box and possibly even a bit more madcap trailers. Than it is. Yes, exactly. Madcap is perfect because it isn't that. Mm. It is. It's a bit more thought provoking as well. Yeah, and more indie ish. Even though I know it's not, but I mean, you know, it's, it's not a um, crazy. It's not epic movie. No, no, no. <laughs> no, it certainly isn't. It's not a date movie. It's not that shit. It's just or stuff. I'm sure someone loves that, but. Okay, moving on to the special features on the Blu-ray disc, we get the portrait of Passac, New Jersey, which is, well, it's quite good. It's quite long, too. Yeah. It's a documentary, well, this was all filmed in Passac, New Jersey, so they took over Passac, right? Passaic. Passaic, New Jersey. Sorry, people of Passaic. Um, So it was all filmed there, and this documentary shows you how they used local... Not just local talent, just local people. People who work there, people who live there. Similar to that Gun Baby Gun movie, where yeah. they used locals to act in the movie. So um, this explains the whole thing, gives you a bit of a history of how it used to be more of... Yeah, just it's local more run people down talking than it, about it. ...than it used to be. and But people are trying to make it better. Trying to make it I mean, it's actually just real people talking, so... And it's really... I thought that was most interesting of the lot, to be honest. Uh, then there's the behind-the-scenes featurette. Which is kind of that, but with more of the director and the actors. So you get more Passaic and you get more... They're all pretty good extras. They are, actually. Then there's a the conversation with Jack Black and Michelle Gondry, which is quite funny, I thought. Yeah. It's Jack Black hamming it up with him. Yeah. Says something about his hair looks his very Japanese. Hair. The director guy told Jack Black he looks like Sting. And he said <laughs> that he, his hair looks Japanese. Which it didn't. <laughs> Uh, and then there's the making of featurette, which is the longer one with the whole... That's quite good because it covers most of the scenes in the movie, how they were made. And this is yep. the one that shows you the big uh, montage scene being made. Um, another quite long and in-depth. Lots of talking with the director. And it's not just talking head stuff. No, it's actual, like... Somebody just asking him a question right. on the street and he's talking about it. He even talks to Kid Creole from Kid Creole and the Coconuts. Yeah, I couldn't place who that guy was in the movie and then... Who's it? Yeah, he's in the movie. Kid Creole's in the movie if you're a fan. AKA um, Kid Creole. Then there's the <laughs> musical tribute to Fats Waller with Most F 
Michel Gendre and Jean-Michel Bernard. Now, we didn't mention Fats Waller in the... Mm. Which is really the heart of it. The, yeah, that they make... they Like, forget that they... Yes, they do make remake RoboCop. Yes, they do re- remake Ghostbusters. But the main thrust is this movie that they make. There's another... It's a movie and a movie and a movie, like they say. Yeah. So the main thrust is the Fats Waller movie, which, which they're making on the yeah. cheap. Yeah, like a documentary about the guy's life, the jazz guy who... Was from yeah. there. And this musical tribute with the three is a concert with most deaf singing. It's three songs. Was that it? No, yeah. that was a different part, wasn't it? No, this is it. Oh. Michelle, the guy on the guitar was Jean Michel, the guy on the piano was Jean Michel Bernard. Oh, yeah, yeah. Michelle Gondry on drums and most deaf on vocals. You're right. Um, now, that was pretty cool. I thought most yeah. deaf's got a really good voice. And it's uh, the old jazz swing type. There's three numbers playing. Yeah, the and the director's on the drums. Well, the percussion. It's not really the drums. And then there's um, Jack Black and Most Def improvised Swedish theme songs. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Which is basically the, the director puts a microphone above them in the street while they're filming. Well, in between filming. He has a little list in his hand with movies on it. He points it at Mostef and Jack Black and they have to make a song up. Like just some little theme song of their own. So if we do if we, let's of... let's demonstrate. <laughs> I, I will do a movie, okay? <laughs> uh Napoleon Dynamite. I was gonna say Planet Terror. Oh okay. Planet Terror. <laughs> okay, I'll do the I'll do the beat. You do the lyrics. Uh, oh. <laughs> Zombies coming to your town. Gun each brains and your balls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that, that's that's pretty much it. Theirs was better. Yeah. Well, mate, I don't know. That's pretty good. Did this, did they eat brains in Planet Terror? Yeah, they did, didn't they? Yeah, I'm balls. He was a ball collector. Correct. So, um moving on uh the complete fats what wa- the complete fats waller biopic, which is the entire movie that they make in the yeah, movie. Yeah, exactly. Which is really good because I you do see it in the movie but not the whole thing. Oh, that reminds me. At the end of the movie, it tells you you can see all the individual movies they'd made in full. At BeCanRewind.com. I wonder if it's actually there. Cause we didn't I look. imagine it will be. Because you thought they'd be on the DVD, but they're not. So the 20-minute movies where they've remade Ghostbusters, Driving Miss Daisy, Superman, Men in Black, King Kong, those should all be available to see. So, I mean, I just realized that. I mean, and the Fat Swallow biopic is the whole black and white feature which they make, which I think is really good because there's some interesting techniques used in there. Like cardboard cutouts of cars. Yes. With people behind them walking down the street, so it looks like there's cars going down the street. It's really interesting, I like it. And yeah. that, that definitely shows what this director's... A lot of... If you've seen Bjork's music videos, she uses a lot of stuff like that, and has obviously come from this guy. So that's it for extras. It's a good um, package overall. I, I enjoyed it. It's not... All I was saying was... It might. It's not really a repeat viewing kind of movie because I think I got everything from it the first time. Hmm. I think you'll watch it again once on cable. Maybe. I know you will. But <laughs> it, for me, it's a rental. Mm. It isn't a purchase. I think that if you are a big fan of Jack Black, of course you're going to want to add it to your. And I'm not particularly. So no, you're not. He's okay for me. You know, it's. I find him. 
adolescent. The same each time. I really like School of Rock, though. I could watch that one a lot. Again. I thought that one was really good. Charming. Good. Charming. Charming. So. I liked it. I thought it was really, uh, because I didn't know what to expect. I neither did and I. And I enjoyed it. I laughed a lot. I really liked that girl. I would have liked to have seen more of her. More of her, less of Danny Glover. Um, and Sigourney Weaver doesn't matter at all. Here's an interesting uh, trivia thing for this movie. In keeping with the spirit of the film, director Michelle Gendre sweeted a version of the movie trailer featuring only himself playing all the parts. <laughs> so, Is that I, on the I, website too? I guess you can see that. I'm going to go and check the website later, so... I think everybody out there should, if they're interested in the Keep movie. Keep us updated. Yeah, I think um, I think it's a great, in particular, I think it's a great uh, summertime fun movie. And out of, on another uh, note, I always have my uh, IMDb page up on my laptop next to me when we're doing these movie reviews, just in case I want to see what an actor has been in movies-wise. Now, there's always at the bottom in the frequently asked questions of any movie you look at on IMDb. People can ask frequently asked questions. The number one question always asked is, how much sex violence and profanity are there in this movie? And then it's answered. And that it can say that on anything, like on Bambi. I probably don't think that's users, then. That's just a standard thing they want people to know. Um, I'm not sure. It's a, the nah, frequently it's asked, not going to be a... Yeah, frequently asked question contributed by these users, and then it has a list of all the users who asked it. And the... The answer is parents. Yeah, but some people like to know when the titty shots are and at what frame are you going to see up somebody's skirt. You know well, let me just tell you that there are no titty shots and no. there are no skirt shots. No. Unless Jack Black with his uh, chest showing counts. And wearing the Miss Daisy dress. And wearing a wrestling Well, you could see his underpants a little bit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, um, be kind of rewind. I say rent, you say bye. No, I don't... I don't. Oh, it's a hard one. you got to come up with a conclusion. I say... Um... How much is it? Oh, it's, um... Uh, it's more than one rent. dollar. More than one dollar. <laughs> Yeah, it's, about, another, um, it's Blu-ray, so it's Blu-ray is $27. Flipping expensive. Okay, that's too much. DVD is nineteen ninety nine. And watching on DVD, it'll be fine. Yeah, well, it's not really yeah. a high-def no, 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 movie. No, no, Even no, though no. it did look nice, it's yeah. not really no, needed no, no, no. at all. Not at all. I say for that price, unless you absolutely are in love with any of those people, yeah, give it a rent, maybe. Okay, so... But watch it. Don't skip it. It's no, don't skip fun. it. I think it's worth seeing. So it's it's a rent. But definitely rent it. Have it on this month's Netflix list or wherever you get your movies. A blockbuster from. or whatever. Are we are we advertising for these people now? No. Okay, so moving on to contest. Mama's boy. Last week. This will be the last week. You. What's the question? You don't know, do you? Yes, I do. Your, your eyes were kind of going. Name. It just like seems like this machine. contest has been going on a long time. Nope. Three weeks. Uh. Well, we missed it one week. Uh. Name three. <laughs> I was going to say Rudley Kipling movies, but um, three Ridley Scott movies. And that's it. And send an email to ascully at ascully.com in the subject line put uh, podcast contest Mama's Boy. You're doing very well. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going by memory. I don't have access to looking at the outline. 
pardon the mention. I don't have a laptop to look at. All of my information is coming from inside my mind. So that's I'm why. not cheating. That's why I'm sharp as a tack and you're as... <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> okay, moving on to what we have been playing, game, video games. Uh, I instructed you to go and play your video game today. Instructed is a nice word. Yeah, and you actually followed the orders and played. <laughs> so, sport. you want to know why I resist doing these things? Well, I know exactly, and the reason. Just after we watched the movie, we normally come up and do the podcast. <laughs> you came into me and said. I'll just go and look at that spore creature creator because you want me to talk about it on the podcast. I said, okay, but I don't think you'll have enough time. <laughs> and then I came in here, I got everything set up, I sat down, and then I went and watered the lawn, and then I came back, <laughs> and then I went and washed the pots, and then I came back, and you were still fiddling around with it. So, I assume so, that means it was good, what you played of it. It was fun. This is, no spo- this is spore creature creator, by the way, which is EA's... New yeah. Who cares okay, Spore Sp- comes out in September. It's Woolwright's new game, um, the creator of The Sims. It's going to be an all-encompassing uh, from microorganism. So if it's microorganism, why do we? Why are we creating a creature that's not a microorganism? You don't. You don't know yet. It's part of his plan. Yeah. Okay, so you're going from microorganism to civilized full civilized planet. I guess, it, from the smallest to the biggest. Um, but this is one section of the game which will be to create creatures for your worlds. And that's what this is. Yeah, it's just it's like Sims demo. 2 character creator. You just build your little person thing. No, and this is a creature. It's quite a lot slicker than The Sims 2, I think. Smoother. Very smooth. And very easy. Yeah. Very easy. Easy. Use. It's a little too... I don't know. I didn't spend tons of time, and I haven't seen loads any other people's creatures except for yours. Um, if I had more time, maybe. But it didn't seem like you could be really super detailed. Somebody this week made an Xbox 360 controller creature. Now, it was a creature in the shape of an Xbox 360 controller. And you know the X button in the middle that you press to turn it on? Hmm. That was its eye blinking. And it had the four buttons and the joysticks... And it was crazy, and I was like, people are just, people can make anything out of stuff. Well, yeah. I mean, and when I looked at that, I was like, I don't even know how they did that, but they did. So it can be done. Anything can be sculpted and made with it. Well, I don't think anything. Because you, you don't have the ability to shape and sculpt every maybe you're pixel. doing Maybe you're doing the full version, because this is maybe. just the demo. The, the, you can see that there's only about, well, there's 25% of the stuff unlocked in the... You can pay $10 and get the full version. Yeah, you can pick, you know, different, some, like, three or four eyes and a few hands and feet and when stuff, which more, is cool, I mean. When there'll be more, like, 50 pairs of eyes on the And the, the reason that I don't, I don't get too excited is because I cannot stop myself. I have other things in life I want to do, and if I start playing that, for example, I will sit there for 10 hours, and then I'll feel like a pile of shit, because I will not have done anything else. Because I, I get so into it, you know what I mean? So I try to resist. So I'm assuming that that you've for the hour that you played there, you were enjoying it. Yeah. And you could go back and make more creatures. Yeah, and that's not necessarily good. That's good for uh, it's free. This demo, <laughs> the demo seems fine. Right, how many hours have I spent playing The Sims? A lot. Yeah, that's too much. Eats up your time. Eats up your life. See, so. to me, I don't. If you're enjoying it, then if you if your other thing you want to do is. 
watch TV or do... No, well, my things are more productive things. But like what I'm saying doing is, things, say, like drawing something. What I'm saying or is, say, working on my website or writing something else or doing. But say something. this evening you was gonna watch TV, then playing that is just. If you're getting entertainment out of it, it's the same thing. Yeah, but that's not what I was saying. I do it instead of things I want to be productive at. So, I just have to measure my. Can I also note time. that it's about a thousand degrees in this room right now? It's pretty warm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's pretty warm. Moving on, so you recommend that? Well, free, yes. free. You can. Well, if you like making stuff, some people don't. And you have to have a fairly decent PC, by the way, to run it. Yeah, and on mine and yours, it just works flawlessly. Yeah, you need a video card with Pixel Shader 2.0, which is probably the last two years worth of video cards. But you'll find out if your video card won't run it, it just it will kick up a message and tell you to buy a new one. Um, moving on to some other games I've been playing this week. Alone in the Dark 4. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I looked at it for a couple minutes while we were playing, and I was thinking to myself, silently, that's like, I mean, it has some, it looks kind of alright, but it looks really old-fashioned. Do you know... And really awkward. It's like Resident Evil before Resident Evil 4. Alright, Resident Evil on the Dreamcast. It's kind of like that. It's like, um... Fixed camera angles, they're usually from the corner of a room, so when you walk to the other corner, you're about an inch tall, and you can barely see the guy, and it's odd. Bad acting. You can switch to a first-person view whenever you want, but you can't do everything in the first-person view. You can only look around and shoot your gun. can't really do any of the stuff you can do when you're in third-person view. So it makes you... It's kind of a... You played for a long time. I played it for about... Two hours. It got to about level three, but I won't be going back. Mm. There's there's also a lot of glitches. There was um, a driving section. We had to drive from one side of the city to the other. And I must have done it ten times. In fact, I got an achievement that was said, you've drove ten miles in a car. And the, I kept it's, there's an earthquake going on, and you're running away from an earthquake. I kept getting to the same point, and there's an escalator that you can drive up inside a mall. And that's the only place you can go. There's no other way to go. It's really uh, corridored off. I kept driving to the top of the escalator and the earthquake just powered over me and it reset me to right at the very beginning I had to drive the entire 10 miles or, or 5 miles or whatever. So I was like, what the hell am I doing wrong? And then the 10th time I did it, I drove to the top of the escalator and a cutscene kicked in that let me go on to the next part. But the other... I did it exactly the same all the other times and I never got this cutscene so it was like hmm. something fishy was going on because <laughs> I was like oh well I didn't do anything different maybe they're just trying to make the game longer yeah so I got the achievement for driving 10 miles but Jesus it took me like an hour <laughs> um, so Alone in the Dark Floor I think that's enough said hmm. um, Guitar Hero Aerosmith now what I want to say about Guitar Hero Aerosmith is I am not a fan of Aerosmith well, I, I'm not. Cause I'm not a fan. I actually quite, kind of like some of the. Yeah, songs. you don't dislike them. No, You're I don't dislike them follower. either. But what I have gathered from play, I love Guitar Hero too, as you know. I like standing with my plastic guitar and yes. playing through all of your all of your collection of plastic guitars, which yes. are lovely and. Uh, and all my collection of plastic guitar games. I, I play them. <laughs> I play them a lot. I and pick your drums. The kind of a go-to game you can pick it up, play a few songs, put them down. So, I was. Ha- I'm really excited for a new one. Even. Though Aerosmith wouldn't be my top choice in choices. Who would be your top choice? Guitar Hero Oasis. (laughs) I would dig, I would love that. Because every song I would love, you know, so... But they had a pack. 
they had a pack, but not a full game. So, Guitar Hero Aerosmith, what it has told me is I don't really know any of the Aerosmith's songs. Out of the whole set list, and I played through it all on Medium yesterday, there's about three songs that I actually knew. So it like put a damper on the fun a little bit. Because yeah, because they're not all Aerosmith songs. Some no. of them are songs they've played as covers in the past. There are other songs by other bands who either are inspired, inspired by or inspire them. Now, so. there was... Uh, all the Young Dudes by Mott the Hoople, which I really liked. I mean, talking of songs that are not Aerosmith. There was She Sells Sanctuary by The Cult, which is my favourite cult song, so I was excited to see that one in there. But those were more fun than the Aerosmith songs. Was uh, Dude Looks Like a Lady? Not in there. Hmm. There's an achievement called Dude Looks Like a Lady. You have to play with the character who's kind of like a glamorous bloke. Oh. Um... But yeah, do you know, what I was saying to you is, my favourite Aerosmith songs, yeah. and I'm not a fan of Aerosmith, so if you are an Aerosmith fan, you probably think these are the lamest songs they've ever done, but okay, uh, is, <laughs> I don't want to miss a thing, and Janie's got a gun. And Dude Looks good. Like a Lady, to be honest. Those three, those three aren't included in the Aerosmith game. Right. Now, it seems like crazy. Like, And you said those aren't in any other, they're not in Rock Band, they're not in they're other not Guitar in Heroes, nothing. No. So Janie's got a gun and don't want to miss a thing. Andrew looks like a lady. To me. Now, the Aerosmith Guitar Hero game has got very few songs too. It's not got as many songs as any of the other games. It's 36, thir- 36 I think, which normally you would get 70. So there's... Hmm. So, I don't know what the reason is, if it's legal reasons or whatever, but those songs seem like they should have just been put in there Probably anyway. Probably on the DL, as you kids like to say, right? Later. Maybe. You'd be able to download But that sucks too, because if we're only getting 36 songs for $60, what, what's going on? Oh, it was $60? Yeah, oh not, my god. It's not a reduced price game. What a bunch of dicks. It's $60 without a guitar, or $100 with a guitar. And it's a special Aerosmith guitar. It's actually that guitar that I want You do bring. know the video games are the... Are, are the fall of our society right? um no <laughs> people fall. thinking that spending 60 frigging dollars on a game is a valuable thing to do with your money no well this isn't no. this isn't a um discussion on the price of the game. <laughs> this, well, I'm, I'm sa- just saying for that that's really nothing what i'm saying is from playing the guitar heroes hero aerosmith i totally enjoyed it the note charts are fun they're fun to play a lot of the songs my favorite song was the one they played at the Super Bowl, which was... I don't know. The big, the one from 2007 they played at the Super Bowl. Anyway, that was my favourite song to play. I was waiting for Janie's Got a Gun and it was driving me mad and I was thinking, I'll just get through the next thing and it'll probably be on the last one, but it <laughs> never came up. In fact, the very, very last track, which is always the big deal in Guitar Hero, like in Guitar Hero uh, 2, you unlocked Freebird, right? Yes. Freebird is... Um, well, I don't know. I wasn't there. Yeah, well, Freebird's like... A, when you unlock Freebird, you're like, wow, what a mega song Freebird is. Right, you're and like... And you play Freebird. Result. The track you unlock for finishing this is Kings and Queens by Aerosmith. I don't know that one. It's a song from 1972 or something, and I, it's the first time I've ever heard it. So I was like, wow, this is a great reward. <laughs> a song I've never heard of. So... So for $60... I can't recommend it for $60, it. no. Um, but it, I had fun playing it. The other one I've been playing is Top Spin 3, which is it's that time of year when tennis games come out. Right. I've liked the Top Spin series a lot. Played 1 and 2 all the way through. They've changed the entire thing for 3. Now, I know tennis games are really just Pong, but they look better. 
And what you normally do is you hold your button down and then you let go to hit the ball. Oh, I hate that. No, that's what you always have done, right? Oh, I don't remember that. From when I, what game did I play with you? Not topspin. Downstairs, remember? Virtual tennis, tennis, probably. Oh, right. But um, how they've done it now is there's this meter at the top. It's really overcomplicated. There's a meter that goes from one star, two star, or three stars. You hold your button to charge the meter up. Two stars is a medium shot, three stars is a hard shot, one shot, one star is a soft shot. So what you've got to do is when the ball's being hit to you, you've got to, at the right moment, if you want a three-star shot, hold the button down. So you've got to judge when the ball's coming that you're going to have enough time to keep the button held down to three. Then when the ball lands, let go of the button to hit the ball every time so every time really... so, you, so you gotta it's just oh it's a pain it's like driving there. a stick shift I don't want to think that much it's too much it, it makes the game really um, I don't know it, I've played lots of tennis games and I'm quite good at them yeah but this, you love I just it can't, every can't time you're really excited I mean I might yeah, it might have stuff to put a lot of time in it but it's completely it's like it's like you've learned how to drive in a stick shift car and you can drive any stick shift car because you learned it and then somebody's saying drive this car it's got three handles three stick shifts <laughs> it's like that it's like uh, okay what it's, it's, you have to completely learn it again so everything else was cool and it has some brilliant music when you walked in and I was playing it you said this is more like a music game than a tennis game because mm-hmm. it had like Jamaraquai and yeah, Stone Jamaraquai. Roses and it was really good for music but mm-mm. and this week there is a huge shooter coming out on Tuesday which we're all excited about Duke Nukem. Battlefield Bad Company, which is the latest in the Battlefield line of games. Um, I believe everybody I know will be getting together and playing this this week. Uh, We've not played a shooter for a long time altogether online, so I think we'll be doing that one. It's from EA again. It's their huge Battlefield series. It's always been good. Apparently this is as good as it gets. You've been torn apart by the Call of Duty versus... Yeah, some Halo. of my friends play Halo. I don't particularly like Halo. Mm. But I like Call of Duty, and they don't particularly like Call of Duty as much. So we kind of get torn apart by that. But we might all get back together and play this one for a while. Um, and that's it for video games. You've been playing anything else? Tetris. No? Yeah, Tetris. Uh, Tetris is null and void in this Level conversation. Level eleven is killing me. <laughs> <laughs> so other stuff. Other stuff. We had to buy a new toaster this week. That's exciting. That was exciting. After having to buy a new phone last week. Yes. Well, we're on a purchasing. Yeah, we're on a purchase, purchasing boring <laughs> items, right? <laughs> we bought a new cell phone. We bought a new toaster. Hey, I ordered some memory for my camera for my trip. Yeah, that's interesting too, right? I, I, I bought some SD cards. We bought some dirt for the front yard. Yeah. So anyway, we bought a new toaster. It's a cool toaster. It is. It does four slices at once. And it looks cool. It's massive. I didn't pick it out. I didn't shop for it. I didn't buy it. It's the Tefal Avante. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. Um, Tefal Avante. It's cool. What did my? I I showed it to it's my. Fr- I showed it to my friend looking. online this week. I said, "Bought a new toaster." I know toasters don't really do much, but yeah, have a look at this one. And he messaged me back and said, "It looks European." <laughs> and I said, "Well, yeah, I'm European, <laughs> so it's cool." I. Yeah. It makes toast. It makes good toast, whereas our other toaster... Made very poor toast. Yeah. It made kind of like soggy white bread no, toast. No, 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 no. Unless you turned it up full and then you got black toast. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't very good. Well, it was. Do we really want to spend more than one minute talking about a toaster? 
if you're in the market for a new toaster. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, I have one downstairs in the garage. What else we did this week was um, last winter, we had a um, big household problem where our sewer pipe that comes from the house got crushed under it. Well, it collapsed, basically. Yeah. And our shit wouldn't go out. Is that the way to put the it? Water just when kept we, backing if up. If you flush your toilet, it just basically dumped up. itself into our... Um, no, it didn't. Don't make it sound like we were living in sewage. No, what it was I'm saying <laughs> if we uh, if we ejaculated ejaculated <laughs> a lot of water, evacuated maybe. Evacuated. If we evacuated a lot of water, it would back in, up in uh, the garage. It would end up in the garage. And I got to the point of every time I walked in the garage door, I was like, I didn't want to look. I would kind of like blind myself. We actually had a flooded um, basement at one point, like uh, the whole time. room that we live in. So. Um, we had to have the garden churned up, basically. Uh, the whole garden and the street. I had to pay $3,000 to dig up the yard and the street. And so they laid a new sewer pipe, and then they left. So our garden was like a... A big heap of dirt. Yeah, like a... A front yard. A big sandcastle. Well, not a clay castle. All the way it? from the house to the street was this big sort of winding thing around the tree. A big... It started out about four and a half feet high, and they're like, let it settle. Let it settle. Before you do anything, let it settle. So, so I was like, what, eight so months So eight ago? months later, it, it had kind of settled, but not oh, really. Oh, no, it had a lot, but it was just big clump of dirt. So and we had it was to have looking in, sort of like a jungle. So we had to have a guy come in a bobcat and uh, landscape the garden, basically. Bobcat Brian. So right now we have a hay-covered lawn with yeah. no grass, just mud and hay. <laughs> and grass seeds, and we're having to water it every twice a day. Hopefully some we grass. We don't. You've Hopef- been in charge of Hopefully that. some grass appears at some point. Bobcat Brian got to see me in my underpants. That was the day I took a lot of time all PM. And then when he came, I was like so out of it. And I just went down and got the door. He was, and as I was going up the stairs, he's like, hey, you got a sunburn. Because like the back of my legs. I'm like, yeah. So <laughs> I don't even know if I wrote his check right. I have, I'll be honest. I'm not even sure if I wrote that right. So did you, ch- did you claim like- $3,000? <laughs> possible. <laughs> I'll know, I guess, when the check goes. When the, I'll check and see. You'll be like, wow, that's I a generous like, tip. <laughs> yeah. So, this you, lady so came you gave to the me door a free and... show in your underpants <laughs> and $3,000. <laughs> so, um... So that got fixed. Yeah, so... Now we're just hopefully we're going to get some grass at some point. Oh, another out. boring item. We bought a sprayer to do the deck. <laughs> yeah, well... That's that's probably for a future podcast when that job gets all done. Alright, I'm just thinking of all the uninteresting things. Okay, so moving positive. away from uninteresting things and moving on to exciting things like websites, com <laughs> and SidTalk.com. Um, you obviously know what com is if you're listening to this podcast, or if you don't, you just found it on iTunes. Visit com and you'll see written reviews competitions and the news about yeah there's a written review that goes with this podcast every week and it's not what we say in the podcast it's every wednesday yeah um ish wednesday wednesday night thursday morning ish (laughs) that's because your writer is kind of uh, she works at night i also want to mention we have another podcast writer mr squiddy oh yeah uh, but not a podcast writer, a review writer. And, he, <laughs> yeah. and his reviews are published on a Friday. So uh, if you want to see, he covers movies that we don't cover in the podcasts. You will see them on a Friday. Um, and he uh, favors romantic comedies because he's a wuss. He's a wuss. No, he's not really. He doesn't like blood and guts or violence. <clears throat> I, I said to you today, I think I should send him some horrendous horror movies. Yeah, I think so. See how he can tackle that. But um, so, yeah, if you want to read his reviews, that's a Friday. So we have reviews... Wednesday, Thursday, well, Thursday, yeah. Wednesday and Thursday or Friday. We have two a week. Um, 
Moving on to, you can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Music Store, the Zoom Marketplace, the RSS feed, which is on com, or you can listen to it directly on com's podcast page. You can also listen to it on uh, Facebook. Did you put it on there? Um, kind of. I'm not really into Facebook, oh, okay. 100%. But yeah, I have got a Facebook. If you want to be a friend of mine, you can. Oh, on uh, Ace on Facebook. Um, and I have a website. It's called... Sid Talk. That's C-I-D-T-A-L-K. And um, I have some podcasts of my own. That's just me talking, except for my, the first one was an interview with my nephew about Star Wars. And my most recent is an... I don't know if it's an interview. It's more like I say a couple of words yeah. and then and then <laughs> he just sort of talks over me. So I have a friend who's a musician like a, in, the, in our area. And um, it's him talking and me sort of interjecting. And it's pretty interesting. I mean, he's... It's on there. So it's at SidTalk.com. And I also, um, wanna, I, also selling artwork and stuff. I also bought a new uh, mouse and keyboard Yeah, don't let me week. finish what I'm saying. Because, you know. I just wanted to say, um, <laughs> I bought a new mouse and keyboard this week. And it does have the temperature of the room written on the oh, front. Oh, what is it? 1,005? It's uh, 81 <laughs> degrees in it right now. Crap. So that doesn't sound like much. But it feels... Yeah, there's like nothing moving, and we've got two computers blaring <laughs> away, and two big monitors, and no fan. He won't let us turn the fan on. Yeah, because our microphone will. Pick now it mine sounded fine the other day with fan on. So anyway, go to my site, and listen have... to my own podcast, and look at my artwork, and read my stuff, and I've got articles and whatnot. And feedback to aschoolyascoolie dot com and sidtalkasidtalk dot com. And I want to say, stay classy, Passat. Is it Passat or Pas- No, Poseidon Adventure. That's an artist. Passaic, New Jersey. Stay classy, Passaic, New Jersey. And I'm sorry for butchering your name several times. And I want to say, think for yourself. Please think for yourselves. Because if you don't, you're just an idiot.